Welcome to the Real Estate Masters Podcast, a podcast with top real estate agents sharing insights of how they've grown their business. Every guest is unique and serves different markets, so you will find value in each and every episode. And now our host, Executive Coach, April Mack. Happy New Year. I'm so thankful that you've joined us today. I have a great interview today with Jennifer Kessel-White. She's a top agent out of Central Ohio, and she's grown an amazing business in just a few years. Uh, Just started in the business three years ago and had a major change in her structure about a year and a half ago. She's going to share all about that just some really interesting information. And I know that you're going to gain a lot from that. I look forward to you hearing the recording. It's a great new year. And it's, you know, we always start a new year with so much anticipation of so many great things that we want to experience throughout the upcoming year. And I know goals are so important. It's a fresh start. It's a a reset button for us in a sense. And so I just hope that You've got some great goals in place, that you've got great systems. You're working to be all that you can be, not only in your career, but in your whole life in general. And I hope that you've taken time to just have some assessment about what you want life to look like going forward. And so it's something that I enjoy. Uh, My family, my husband and I always take time to make plans and sync our calendars and talk about the vacations that we want to take and special events that we want to experience through the year. So anyway, that's just my two cents on that and my thoughts on the new year. I know that you're going to enjoy this interview, and I look forward to just having uh, some closing thoughts at the end of it. Let me just say, give us grace. We did have some audio issues in this recording. Unfortunately, Jennifer was using her partner's computer that was connected to her phone, the partner's iPhone. And so there were beeps that were coming in occasionally as I suppose a text or email was coming through. At first, Jennifer had turned her own phone off and then realized in the middle of the interview that it was her partner's phone that was connected to the computer that was making that happen and there wasn't any way to turn it off. We were already into a good interview and didn't want to stop. So bear with us. And uh, But I know that you're going to enjoy the content and uh, we are excited for you to hear from Jennifer. She's going to share a little bit about herself as we get started. Well, thanks, Jennifer, for being with me. I'm so excited to hear more about you. So I know that you are one of the top producers in Central Ohio. So tell us a little bit about you and what your real estate world looks like. Thank you so much for having me, April. Yes, I um, actually started three years ago in real estate, 2017. I started as a solo agent and a year and a half ago, I joined with my business partner, Lauren Lucas. And together we have the LKW home team in Columbus, Ohio with Keller Williams. We have a team of six. We have four agents underneath us. And we also have an intern that helps us work out, run, run signs, collect lock boxes, and things like that. So we're really fortunate. And um, we pride ourselves on thinking outside of the house. Basically, <laughs> we want to take what the regular world of real estate looks like and mess it up. My wow. mom kind of like, if you... If you see someone else doing it, another agent, we want to go ahead and flip that around a little bit, really kind of going and working with our branding and who we want our clientele to be. 
And the reason we go that route is to make sure that we get additional referral business, because I think we've all worked with clients before that weren't really the right fit for us. And in the end, you may close a transaction with them. But at the end of the day, you're not going to actually be able to close a deal, you know, or. So let me just ask you, you mentioned, did you say a year and a half that you worked as an individual agent and yeah. then you partnered? So what brought that, what caused you to to want to go from being on your own to partnering with someone else? Great question. I was really headstrong and thought I would never partner really with mm-hmm. a team and or with a business partner. However, I went to a coaching seminar and it was really based upon what your strengths and weaknesses are in real estate. And one of the co-workers in my office was sitting next to me and we both knew each other and have very similar spheres. And when we took our test on what we loved doing and disliked, you know, there's certain things that you don't feel is your forte. Mm -hmm. And then we looked at our answers and we had the complete opposite answers. So everything I love to do, which I'm very outgoing, enthusiastic about being around people and networking, just want to get into a room full of strangers and tell everyone I'm a realtor. She is more of the behind the scenes, introverted, computer, very tech driven, numbers driven. So Mm. our opposites really align to be the perfect team. That's very interesting and amazing when you bring people with, you know, you match the strengths and weaknesses. And then how did that catapult your business? Oh, immensely. Uh, The first year closing, I did 25 deals and for my first full year. And this year, I'm going to have over 50 deals. And volume wise, or monetarily, it's way over my standard transaction prices. Same for her. And as a team, we're on track to do 150 closings for our first full year in business together. Oh, wow. That's got to really feel good. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me, what does your team consist of and what does that look like? Yeah. So myself and Lauren are completely 50-50 business partners. We split everything down the middle and all business that comes through to us, we take full responsibility of covering each other, whether someone can't be at a showing and or a listing appointment. Everybody knows when we meet with them nowadays is through Zoom calls. And our first consultation is that this is a team. If for some reason in the Columbus market, which is so insanely competitive right now, one of us can't be there, one of our team members can cover us. And most importantly, what we do have as well are the agents that work with us it's really important to us. They are like a complete family. We were fortunate enough to be mentioned on Bigger Pockets podcast. And once that happened, our investment business went out of control. So we have one of our team members who is the director of the investments at LKW Home Team. And her job is strictly to take on investors and find them the properties they're looking for, whether they be off market, commercial deals, etc. So we really trained her to go that route and something she's really interested in. Um, So each member kind of has things that they like to do or specialize in. And we find that and really work to their strengths. And I think that's where we're giving them the most return. 
Right. That's very interesting. I don't, I haven't heard anyone that I've interviewed talk about that in on the podcast and it doesn't mean someone doesn't have it, but we haven't talked about it. And I find it very interesting that you have a particular person on your team to specifically work with investors. Am I understanding that correctly? That's correct. I mean, it went from us working with maybe five investors, but Columbus's market for investment properties is so large right now because they're so affordable. Whether you're flipping or buying and holding, you're really getting a great return. So the amount of business that came through us was very, very immense, but it was stranger based. And we are extremely referral and sphere based. So when Lauren and I looked at each other and we said, we are spending a lot of time on people that we haven't built a relationship with and or did not get referred to us. So there's a chance that these are not going to turn into successful closings and or might not be the right fit for us. So with that being said, we kind of dove in and said, what should we do? Because we don't want to be so busy with our investors that we're not spending time on our true clients that are coming through that just really want that home buying or selling experience. They know us personally or people have told them you have to work with these two. So in that case, we wanted to make sure that we built up you know, a little bit more of an advantage for us where we can still get all of the investors that wanted part of LKW Home Team to represent them. So we'll run through the contracts and we'll work those contracts with our director of investments. But her job is to hit the streets and go and find all properties off market or on market that our investors are looking for. And then she gets that as a commission. And it's also a lead generating skill for her because all of those clients wouldn't have come to her as they went to Lauren and I initially. So they're getting a little best of both worlds. They have someone that's hitting the streets for them. And then on top of it, they still get the LKW home team experience. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. And I love that. And and how has that, how has this year been for her? How long has she been doing that? Yeah. So she was, she's been with us since June. Since June, she has closed gosh, I believe about 15 to 20. And before that, she had zero closings on her own for about six months. Wow. So since June, she's had 15 to 20 closings. Yes. That's amazing. Do you feel like a lot of that, how much of that do you feel like she would have gotten if she hadn't already been connected? And and I'm just trying to clarify, like, do you feel like there was a great advantage to her because she is on your team and is working that investment? Do you think she would have done as well just working that piece of the business? Is that, does that make sense? The question, uh, I guess. No, that's a great question. Honestly, I have to say that I think that well, she's a phenomenal agent and it's her passion. So that's why she does such a great job at it. But at the same time, just having, I, that's where we provide our value because there's obviously a difference between leadership and bosses. And we don't want to just sit around and say, hey, you're using our name and our office. So that's why you're getting, that's why we're getting a percentage of your commission. We really want to provide value for our agents that work with us. So that's, that's where that came. It was very, we've had a few agents in the past that didn't work out and we learned from it. And we learned from the different types of individuals that we like to work with. And now our team's a true family. So if we're not providing them value, I think my biggest nightmare is that one of our team members are going to leave us because they're such family based that it would be devastating, heartbreaking even. So I want to make sure we're always providing them that extreme value. 
Right, right. Well, and no doubt, you've got systems in place. You've got some admin people. There's things that are happening that create that advantage. I just didn't know if some of her business is coming because of you've already got specific past clientele that maybe now are also buying investment properties or, you know, kind of how that marriage is, is working. But it, I think you answered the question well enough. And, and obviously it just, it expands your business and that's amazing. And I love just kind of the different niche of business that you're bringing into your whole package yeah, yeah just definitely a- gets our past clients as well that ha- want to invest in properties. That's absolutely happening. You know, and we have someone who really specializes in Facebook and his job is to every time we get a listing or have a buyer with specific needs that we can't find right away, he hits Facebook and that's what he really like. That's his niche, you know, so we're mm-hmm. finding what everyone really feels comfortable doing and yeah. allowing that to happen. Yeah. So I know you're kind of really big into social media. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I started when I first went into the business, funny story, and I'll tell it a hundred times over, but I never posted anything on social media except for a few family pictures, pictures of my kids, things like that. Nothing at all. But I went to a class that said specifically, it was based on social media and real estate. And at the end of the class, I went up to the professor and I said, hey, I don't believe that anyone's going to trust me to help them buy or sell real estate because I'm new in this field. I was in my previous career of hospitality management for 16 years. Why would somebody pick me to for their biggest purchase or sale? And she looked at me and she said, well, that's a mindset problem. And I said, oh, okay. But it was truth and it was honesty and it was my mindset. Like I was so nervous when I first started this career to have anyone trust me because it is such a major thing when you're buying or selling a home. And um, after that, I was just like, hey, I've got to, and people say like, fake it while you make it. I say, make it. I say, make it while you fake it because to me, it was not an option for me to fail at this job, especially because I have two small children. So I just went all through and took it upon myself to start posting on social media. I utilized homes that were in my office for sale, closings, any open. I did tons of open houses to post on social media and immediately it gave the perception of success. Yes. So with that being said, I uh, took social media to a different level and I started to realize that I needed to find my perfect person or client that I would love to work with. So I um, created an avatar for my clientele. And every time I post on social media, if my avatar wouldn't hit the like button, then I won't post it. So basically I said, hey, here's my ideal client, my clientele that I know love working with me. They enjoy my personality, my style. I enjoy them. We become friends. I go to their Christmas parties, you know, like I'm I'm Mm -hmm. at their baby showers. So now this is exactly what I was looking for. And this is my new sphere that I've created of clients that have become friends due to this avatar I've created of saying, this is the perfect person that I think I'll match with. And they're going to tell all their friends that we should work together. 
Yes, I love that. And I, that's one of the things that obviously I'm a coach and I coach people on their confidence. I mean, if you do not have the mindset that you are successful and what you don't know, you're going to go find out, you're not going to make it. You've got to have that confidence in yourself. You're dealing with someone that's making one of the largest investments of their lives typically what is that avatar? You have. I'm just curious. You have to tell us what your avatar is. Absolutely. So my avatar is, we have a few different neighborhoods in Columbus. And my avatar is a, an individual who, her name is Sarah. She is either just in a relationship or has been in a relationship for a few years. Her and her significant other are planning on um, moving to a bigger house. They're currently renting and either their their house is going to be about a two to four year plan because they're going to either have children or expand and or potentially just increase the monetary amount they'd want to spend on their next house due to promotions, etc. So my avatar also has an animal, most likely a dog, potentially a cat, and <laughs> he is funny and witty and enjoys some sarcasm and puns and really likes bright, bright colors. And, you know, if you look at my Instagram feed, you'll see everything has a trend to it. It's very cohesive. And the reason why is because Sarah is going to hit like on that. Mm. Yeah. Did you have someone help you with all of that? I did. So I actually met this great woman who taught a class. Um, They're from New York and her name's Sarah as well. Not how I came up with my avatar, but mm-hmm. it just happens to know that I know a lot of Sarah's. So her name's Sarah as well. And she is with Nestor's and um, she does home staging and they, they moved here from New York, which is where I'm originally from. I was born and raised in Queens and I moved here to Columbus when I was 18 and we just clicked immediately and she had such a strong social media presence. And after a class that I went into, I just went up to her and I was like, hey, can I buy you coffee? I just want like 15 minutes of your time. We ended up spending over an hour together. We're great friends now. And we actually just finished our first flip property as business partners together and made a great amount of money on it. Yeah, we ended up becoming great friends, but she's the one who told me about the avatars. Oh, neat. Yeah, I love that. That's not new to me. I've definitely heard of that. And I think it's so important that you kind of do have your ideal client in mind. You obviously have the outliers, but when you know who you're marketing to, it really does make a difference in how you market. What do you feel like the return is on your marketing, that social media marketing? Yeah. So, I mean, I've had a large amount of When we look at our clientele, about 80% of them are coming either from sphere or coming from referrals. And then the remaining are strangers on social media, or we also advertise in a local magazine. So that gives us a little bit of clientele as well. But keeping in mind, our our ads for this magazine are completely geared towards that avatar as well. So every single ad looks exactly like what Sarah would like. I know you must have some good systems in place or you wouldn't know these numbers. Yeah. So my business partner is the one who does all of the numbers and 
all of the commission checks and does everything that has to do. I mean, her Excel spreadsheets and Google Docs and <laughs> are out of this world. And I don't, she doesn't even let me touch it. So, and I'm happy not to. <laughs> I just yes. put me out there in the field. I want to go talk to people. I promise you, if I go to a restaurant, bar, or even a supermarket, I won't leave until someone knows I'm a real estate agent because I will tell anybody somehow in conversation. Yeah. How does that usually go? Because I think from your personality, you're not on purpose necessarily pitching yourself. It's probably just coming out in conversation because you love having conversation with other people. And it's obviously a common question that people say, what do you do? But I don't feel like the average realtor is going, oh, I sell real estate. I'm a realtor. What what do you say? It's funny because I love to go out to lunch. And when I go out to lunch, we'll sit up at the bar because it's a much more open space to talk to people. And then it's just such a great idea, such a great area to look at someone and say like, oh, like, what are you eating? Is that good? And yeah, I strike up conversations in the most random of ways. I remember I gained a client because I asked her what her perfume was at a Mm. restaurant. Um, And then we ended up talking. Actually, a police officer that was outside giving someone a ticket that I also spoke to. And I was like, oh, man, sucks for them. And somehow I was just like, oh, I'm a real estate agent. If you ever need anybody, you know, it's just it's not a pitch. It's a, I'm going to just have random conversation and then I'm going to fold in somehow about real estate. Mm. I'm building the rapport first. That's all I'm doing. And I'm not doing it on, it's not, I'm not doing it in a salesy way because when I first became an agent, that was my biggest fear is I didn't, I hated open houses in the beginning. And the reason why was because I literally thought, I'm going to go to this open house and everyone's going to think that I'm trying to sell it. And everyone's going to think that, you know, I'm pushing them. And I didn't want to be a pushy salesperson. That's not what I signed up for this career for. So I, I want to make sure that I don't seem like I'm salesy. So I'm just building rapport with people. And I remember one of the agents in my office, when I told them that, like, I'm nervous about open houses because I feel like I'm a salesperson. And he looked at me and he said, get out of the kitchen. And I said, mm. what? And he said, do not stand in the kitchen at an open house. Where, where's the heart of a home? For a family, it's usually in the kitchen. And he's like, you're standing in their heart. And he's like, that's mm-hmm. why you feel like you're a sales agent. He said, let them tour their favorite parts of the home. Step aside. They'll talk to you when they want to. Yes. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great thought. And what's your favorite part about selling real estate? Honestly, relationship building. Um, I really get emotionally connected to my clients. And, you know, April, I started in um, commercial. I thought I was going to be a commercial real estate agent. And the connection just wasn't there for me. It was too much of a transactional experience without any emotion, very numbers based. And with my clients now, I literally will tear up when one of them says they're pregnant and post Mm -hmm. on social media. If someone doesn't get a house or something happens to a family member, I I will be the first one there with soup and tears and taking care because it becomes super emotional for me. I just want to make sure that everyone leaves saying this was a knowledgeable experience. I feel like I had all my my questions answered and I feel like I gained a friend that's going to take care of me for life. Mm. Yes. I love that. But as your business grows, how do you balance that? 
That's a really good question. It's actually been really difficult lately. We are so, so fortunate. This month alone in December, we have 25 closings. And I'm at a point right now where um, even though my business partner and I have been doing all of the background stuff on our own, transaction management, et cetera, we just started um, interviewing for administrative assistance because at this point, we need to spend more time focusing on building our building our network. Mm. Yeah. And then what's, how do you follow up and keep in contact with that network and that's the sphere of influence or past clients? Do you have a system in place for that? I mean, or is that just kind of random as you see them post on Instagram, you're liking it or? You know, right now it's random, but I do. So we have our VIP clients that all get quarterly love from us. Anyone that is a VIP client and they become that by either referring business to us or I feel strongly that the second someone mentions real estate, they're going to say our name. Mm. So what I do from there is basically every quarter we reassess our VIP clients and they all get quarterly gifts. And then on top of that, making sure that this right now I'm going through social media and it's so time consuming that I literally individually going through and trying to look for my clients and liking their post, et cetera. But at this point, it's overwhelming. And I'm going to start a Facebook, like a Facebook group that is of past clients and or potential future clients. And it's not a group. It's just um, a list of people that I'm going to be able to pay attention to. And it's on my 2021 beginning of year goal that I start this list. And then every day when I go to social media, instead of scrolling, I can just go to my list of past clients, current clients and future clients and see what they're up to, see what's going on in their lives and make sure I pay attention and continue to interact with them. Mm. It's really yeah. easy to do. I looked it up how to do it. It's going to take me probably an hour and I can't wait to get that done because it's going to save me so much time. Yeah. I think that's one of the things as you're growing as an agent and you're figuring out and obviously we all continue to grow. I mean, if, if we're not growing, we're, we're dead, but you know, as you're growing, you're figuring out and you're tweaking and it's, it's always evolving and you've got to make changes and figure out, you know, what works for you. And obviously you and your partner are smart enough and you realize that there are some things that you do that have more return on it. And then you also have to value, you know, what is the value in this and how, to me, not just in, in our business, but what's the value in it to me? Because I enjoy doing this, you know, and it sounds to me like you enjoy showing up at the house with the pot of soup and that's something important to you. And I'm going to guess that that's something you will probably always do to a certain extent, may not do it as much as you'd like, but you'll do it to a certain extent because it brings value to you as a person, um, not just to your business. And, I love that. And it's going to be really exciting just to follow you because really you're young in this business and to continue to follow you and to see how your team continues to grow. And as you perfect things even more and more, what do you think 2021 is going to look like for this team? Oh, I'm so excited for it. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to new beginnings. I think our team is at a place right now where we have the perfect amount of people and they're so quality that we're all dedicated to putting our heads down and just like moving forward with a vengeance as well. Our brand is getting recognized throughout Columbus. 
People have heard of us. Uh, We're finally at that spot where we're kind of like the, I almost want to say misfit agents, but not in a bad way. Like we do or we do things differently and it's fun. And, you know, you'll never see a big red sold sign on one of my posts. Everything has a story and a meaning. And we're really at a point now where I'm so happy with the team. It's 2021 has to just be about time management and making sure we can grow to our potential because I know we have so much more room for growth. Just now we have to get to a point where we put all of our methods in place perfectly so we don't spend time like today after this. I know I have to go pick up two lockboxes and earnest money. And, you know, I'm like, man, that's stuff that I I need to delegate to someone else because we're doing way too much business for those runarounds, you know? So right. yeah, really time management delegation and a growth of getting someone to assist us with this. And when you say you don't do things the typical way, or I don't remember exactly how you worded that, you, you know, really outside of the house, as you said, what are some examples of that? So, <clears throat> I mean, we do when, here's an example, when quarantine happened, we went and delivered all of our VIP clients jello shots and said, Jello can't fix quarantine, but it's worth a shot. And we hand delivered them on the porch and rang the bell and left. And, you know, all of our past clients just for fun. Things are a little bit more like easygoing and not so transactional. You know, we're, we're not at, at the last house party my client had. We had um, a cocktail, a mixologist go there and make cocktails for her guests. You know, we, we try and do things that are more apt to have our clients have memorable experiences than than a generic way. And even our social media posts are not always, I mean, we throw some quirky curse words in here and there, and we have, you know, nothing that's ever offensive, but we have fun with it. And we like things that are funny. And I don't know, it's just a it's geared towards people that want to work with us. And it's not so I don't want to say it's not so professional because it's extremely professional. We just do it in a manner where everyone feels like they're relaxed and not so uptight about this because honestly, our first time buyers, which is about 75% of our business, uh, maybe 70% of our business is first time home buyers and they are so nervous. And all we want are the lenders that are going to give them all the information that they need to be so relaxed. We want them to feel like this process is okay and fun and not something where at the end of the day, they're at the closing table, like this was the hardest, worst, exhausting experience ever. Just give me my keys. I want to go home. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in all of that, that you just said, it is so appropriate for Sarah, your avatar. So I get that. And I think that's amazing. And I love that you are being so creative in your business. I, I I think it's awesome. What we're wrapping up, just what would you, if a, a new agent is listening to this or just somebody really, they may have been in business a while, but they're just really wanting to go to the next level. What, what would your advice be? If they want to go to the next level in their business? Yeah. Yeah. So in order to level up, you really have to put your head down and think about where your business is coming from. When I first started, I knocked on doors. I stood outside of grocery stores. I stood outside of hardware stores. I cold called. And then I learned 
where my magic spot was. So believe me, I tried everything to find exactly what that looked like. Every imaginable thing, flyering, postcards, you name it. And then lastly, I just said, you know what? It works on social. That's what I was getting business from. So then I found that niche and I played off of it. So once you find your sweet spot, one thing that you say, I can consecutively get business from, boom, there it is. And you work it. And I have my three items that I know business comes from. And all I do is make sure I play off of those. I know business comes from social media. I know business comes from my sphere. And I know business comes from past clients. So anything I do that is to pay attention to growing business will be from one of those three items. And every day when it comes time to look at what my day is going to look like when I'm not showing houses, listing houses, and or doing paperwork, it's literally dedicated to those three things that are going to grow my business. Mm. Yeah, I love that. How are you balancing life and real life and work? No, no, no. That's tragic. There's no balance. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Everyone's different. And I am not the biggest morning person, but I do feel late at night. I can really like dig in and put my head down and go through emails and answer things and put my to-do list together. So I really love that sweet spot of the nighttime evening hours where after my showings are done, I can go through and run comps and, you know, put a nice like podcast on in the background or whatever. And that that's how I work. But I know that in all reality, the balance is for me, I'm going to go really heavy and hard for these first five years in my business to come up with my next plan of action to grow the team and expand the team to different cities. And I've dedicated at least five to seven years of working extremely hard and then getting bigger and branding and branching out outwards. But until then, it's head down, hustle hard, and then we can relax a little bit. Yeah. Not too much. It's going to be exciting to see how, you know, we'll have to come back in a couple of years and, you know, and oh, just see. Fun. Yeah. And let's, let's compare and see where it's got to, because obviously I can tell you're dedicated, you're passionate and you've got a plan and you're working the plan and it's going to be exciting to see how it all comes uh, to task. So thanks so much, Jennifer. I really appreciate you just, just being real with us today. And I know a lot of people get some real value from this. Thank you so much, April. It was my pleasure. And if anybody wants to reach out at Welcome Home 614, you can get me. Oh, that's awesome. And we'll put that in the notes as well. Thanks. Well, I appreciate Jennifer. If you've got a referral that uh, someone moving or selling in Central Ohio, keep Jennifer in mind. I know she would appreciate that and will do a great job for any client that you refer to her. Listen, it's a new year. And if you want to catapult your career to the next level and be a real estate master, then why don't you get in touch with me and let's talk about coaching and or mastermind groups. I have different levels of mastermind groups, depending on where you are in your business and really what your goals are and what you want the future of your career to look like. If you're happy where you are and you want to stay there, then we probably wouldn't be a good fit, but you keep listening to the podcast and get what you can from that. I love working with people that really want to be 
the best of the best. So with that, Happy New Year. May 2021 be the best ever. And we'll see you on the next episode in two weeks. Bye.